0: up and welcome back to the tcp podcast this is tyler clark with tc performance and i appreciate y'all for tuning back in as usual uh just a quick reminder the reason why we didn't have an episode last week is because after every single season which is going to be 10 episodes we're going to take a week kind of just to consolidate thoughts figure out plans going forward for the next season the next 10 episodes getting guests lined up topics lined up things like that so didn't miss a week or if you were wondering why there wasn't an episode, it's just every single 10 episodes. I'm going to call that a season, take a break for a week, and then get everything figured out for the next season. Um, with that out of the way, like I said, appreciate you guys for tuning back in. Real quick, if you can give this show a review, a rate, a like if you can, or whatever platform you're on, share it with somebody else. I really appreciate it. It goes a long way. Um, so with this episode, it's just going to be me solo dolo uh, no guess, but it actually is a very good topic and it's very relevant in my opinion to a lot of people and specifically for me I've dealt with this a lot um, and it's working for free and you know a lot of times if you talk to a lot of really good professionals in this industry they'll, they'll say that they work for free or they have worked for free whenever they were first starting and it's kind of something you have to do at the beginning of your career and whenever you're trying to get to a point where you are making pretty decent money or any money off your training or whatever you're doing coaching whatever and it's true there's hundred percent going to be times where you're basically trading your time for experience or basically just to get in front of some people right so you are going to have to do some free work and it's going to happen especially if you're going to be a skill development coach strength and conditioning coach whatever it is you're going to have times where you're interning for no money you're just doing it for the experience you're working with kids for free because they have no idea who you are so it's you may not be comfortable charging whatever the case may be it's going to be dependent on what your situation is and where you're at obviously where your experience is what your expertise is how comfortable you are how you value yourself a lot of things go into it obviously but The reason why I want to talk about this is because I do feel like a lot of people in this industry, whether it's skill development or player development, or if it's sports performance and shut the conditioning, you are in a position where you're making very little money or you're doing things for free. Um, It's unfortunate, and obviously it's a time where you're struggling, you've got to bust your ass doing some side jobs or some bullshit jobs just to make ends meet, basically to pay your bills and whatnot, but there are ways that you can leverage free work, right? So, and I will say this, you don't want to work for free for, forever, right? Full transparency, I've done a lot of work for free and it's put me in situations where it's almost expected of me to just show up, give a workout for free and it's like, whoa, like you just been doing it for so long, it's just regular, right? Like I don't have to pay, like I've I've let players and athletes come into my sessions And I I haven't charged them, so they just continue coming, obviously. And like I mentioned, it's gotten to a point where it's kind of just expected, right? Like, let's just hop in on this TC workout or like, oh, like, are you going to TC workout? Me too. And it sets up this potentially awkward and uncomfortable situation where it's like, oh, like, that'll be $30 or that'll be $40 or whatever an individual session is or a group session is for you. Where it's like, oh, uh, this session is $30. And they're like, what do you mean? now it's a little uncomfortable, it's awkward, whatever. Now you're the bad guy. And I'm going to talk about how it's important to be the bad guy in a lot of situations, especially whenever it comes to money and respecting yourself and being accountable, holding others accountable and so forth. But my point is I've been in positions like that where I've done a lot of stuff for free, whether it's groups for uh, programs, for AU programs, individual sessions, whatever it is. And it's kind of like, oh, well, what do you mean I have to pay for this now? So Don't get yourself in a situation where you do so much work for free that it's expected of you to just do this session for free or it's uncomfortable now for you to ask and you have to pry the money out of people and it's just now you have to track people down. It's just a weird situation and all, right? So don't get yourself in a situation like that. But like I said at the beginning, there are going to be periods of time where you do need to work for free and it may just make sense for you right, to get in front of more people, specific athletes or coaches or whatever and the whole point of this podcast is i'm going to give you guys three ways to leverage working for free right so how exactly can we work for free and then leverage it to then make us money in the long term in the future so the first one is going to be doing camps or clinics in return for an email a number or any other type of contact information right so And before you guys think I'm crazy for doing a clinic for free, just think about it. And I'm not saying to do multiple clinics or camps for free because you don't have to. I'm saying do find a specific location, right? Maybe there's a massive establishment in your area or within your area. Maybe it's like 30, 45 minutes away, but it's a location, a gym, whatever it is, where a lot of people and athletes go in, right and and operate out of so it might be AAU programs it might be high school tournaments it might be strength and conditioning but maybe they work with a lot of basketball athletes or even just a bunch of sports right just a lot of people go in and out of this facility very often um the reason why that could be so cool is because if you go to that facility right and you say hey like i'm a local trainer uh, skill development and sports performance. I'm talking about myself, obviously, but fill yourself into this specific situation, walk up into that establishment, into the facility, talk to the owner or whoever you can, site director, whatever it is, be like, hey, I really want to do a clinic for free. I want to give back to the community. Um, the only thing that I ask for in return is the, a list of emails and numbers or any other contact information for the athletes that show up. Right. So More times than not, if you go into an establishment facility and say, Hey, I want to do something for free, they're probably not going to turn it down. Right. And if you have, now, before I get ahead of myself, obviously you want to be a credible source, right? Like you don't want to be just some random trainer that nobody knows about. Like you want to be able to be like, All right, I've done this, that, I've worked with whoever, ideally, right? Or at least you have some references that will vouch for you and, say that you're a good trainer or whatnot. So before obviously walking into a facility and saying, I'm a trainer, I want to do a free clinic. They may not not know who you are, but then supply some references and let them know what you've done in the past. And obviously that matters. But let's say all that is good. they, They think that you're a good trainer or whatever. They want to give you an opportunity to do this clinic, right? You're offering a free clinic to their athletes. That's time that they don't have to practice with them, work out with them, Somebody else is going to come in here, give them a skill session that could potentially be really good, right? So say it's a one to two hour clinic, whatever, on a Saturday, Sunday, throughout the week, whatever it is. Now, the most important thing, obviously, is to give them a phenomenal experience, like make that clinic super, super good. Make sure that those kids, whatever age it is, whatever gender it is, whoever is in front of you, the athletes in front of you, make sure they love the environment. They love the experience and they take a lot out of it. So, like, first impressions matter. So make sure that clinic is super good. Next thing, get that email list, get the numbers, and then follow up with the with the parents or the kids if they're 18 or older or whatever, if they're the ones who are going to be communicating with you. Regardless, you have an email list now with numbers, other contact information, so you can follow up with these people, right? So you did a clinic. Hey there, my name is Tyler Clark. Um, This is TC Performance. I ran the clinic recently and your kid Joey did a really good job. I just want to let you know I do private sessions, I do group sessions, blah, blah, blah. If you're interested in this, let me know. I'd be happy to tell you more about this, right? And that exact text or whatever you want to call it is going out to however many people is in the clinic. Say you got 40 people. That's 40 potential clients, right? And even if only five of them responded that's five people you can now train potentially for money right and even if it's some, you set up some sort of deal with them that is those are five clients that you could potentially now have and those five clients can now tell more people and talk you up and market for you you know what i mean so it's start you have to start somewhere but doing a clinic for free or a camp for free maybe it's like a weekend camp or a weekend clinic could potentially be really good for you and you could leverage that into future business so that's the first option second option is a little bit more individual on the actual athlete so i'm phrasing it as let your athletes do the marketing for you if an athlete can't afford to train which will happen we're in an industry where a lot of times you know whether it's the parents or the actual kids they can't necessarily afford the service that you're providing being training right so how, whatever your price is, it's just a little too much. And it sucks because in an industry like this, there are a lot of kids that are in bad situations, right? And they're better off in the gym with you and they deserve an opportunity to get the training that you provide, right? And let's say it's a specific case where this kid is a consistent, hardworking individual and they have some potential they are bought in they love you or they respect you they like your training you have a good relationship with this player right but they just they just can't pay for the training they just don't have any sort of money to provide for you and again that's almost inevitable unfortunately that will be the reality for a lot of us we're going to come across players and athletes that are exactly like that so what do we do in that case now It will be specific cases. Obviously, you can't do this with every single athlete. But if it's one, maybe two kids or athletes, players, whatever, that you do really believe in, you do really like, they work super hard and they're in the gym with you constantly. Like, you never have to pull them into the gym, whatever. One way we can utilize this athlete in front of us is maybe we say to them, they have to bring in a new athlete once a a month. Whether it's a friend, someone they play against, family, like wh- whatever it may be, they have to bring in somebody else that can pay, right? And it may not be a month, monthly quota, whatever it is, like y- you'd have to figure out what works for you and what works for that athlete and what works for you guys as a collective unit. But that could be an option, right? Like maybe if you can't pay me for this training session, I need you to bring somebody into the gym that can. And in reality, word of mouth is by far the most superior marketing strategy out there, right? You can put together these social media marketing ads and target demographics and put together beautiful, visually beautiful ads that include awesome promos, whatever it is, right? And a lot of people could potentially see it, but if your friend came to you telling you, yo, this guy is really good at what he does. This girl is really good at what he does. She does like I train with them. I really think that you should come and train with them. Like you, you see how much I've improved, blah, blah, blah. They're talking you up. And then on top of it, they're like, Hey, like the first session is free. Literally come get a free session. If you don't like it, whatever, like you don't have to come again, but if you do like it, now we can train together and you're going to get way better. So if you have an athlete of yours, going to talk to other people if they maybe send them to a tournament right be like hey like this is my trainer um you know we're we're looking for more athletes like we're we're trying to build a culture a community uh come and get a free session whatever like you know what i mean and it may not be like that but maybe it's just more organic he just tries to bring his friends or her friends into the gym whatever it is utilize this athlete have him or her help you help them so that's the second point if you have an athlete in front of you that just can't afford to train with you figure out a way to utilize them and one way you can do that is have them basically market for you go figure out how to get more people into the door that is what you need to do in order to keep training with so now the last way we can utilize working for free or or leverage free work is again very individualized to the athlete in front of you Um, same situation the athlete can't pay for your training so forth. Make them work for you, right? So what does that mean exactly? If they can't pay for their training with money, then maybe they can pay with their time. Maybe for every session they have or every two sessions, that athlete has to help out with another session, right? So if they had a session on Monday, later in that same week, you may have a different session, say Wednesday at 6 p.m. You have a session with an eighth grader, and you need a rebounder and you need somebody to play defense. You tell that athlete, hey, I need you to come in at this time. Obviously, if the time doesn't work for that person, whatever, you figure it out. But my point is, in order for them to continue get training from you, they need to help you out in some way, right? So they're paying with their own time. And like I said, that could be rebounding, that could be playing defense, passing, maybe they do audio cues, whatever. Be, be creative in that aspect. But they need to at least give you some sort of payment some sort of currency right and the currency in this aspect or in this specific situation would be their own time now an important thing to recognize with the last options the last two is that these athletes will still be held accountable if you're putting your own time and energy into helping them they need to also do the same right whenever people pay for their own things there's a different type of accountability and respect that goes into it people may leave trash in someone else's car or home but they don't do it in their own because they own it and they pay for it if you constantly give out free work and free sessions there's going to be a drop off of respect it's inevitable right like i said it's just going to be expected and you can't just be walked all over because you just continue to give out things for free so, like I said, there's going to be a drop off of respect. People will show up when they want, bring whoever they want, and ultimately disrespect you and what you're doing. They will not value your time, and it just—it's it, not going to be what you want, right? You don't—you don't want to set a foundation of basically people disrespecting you and your time because you do everything for free. But now, like I said, if you introduce another type of currency, whether it's helping you out in sessions, rebounding, passing, or bringing others into the gym or the session and hold them to those, that mutual respect is maintained. There's no drop off. There's no disrespect because now it's like, oh, shit, like I I have to help out Tyler in this workout or I can't work out. It's a different type of accountability, right? Or I need to bring in one or two athletes this month in order for me to continue to train next month, right? And it's, it's a whole different type of accountability. You're earning your training now. And I understand it's not monetarily. It's not going to be necessarily lucrative for you. But again, it's a different type of currency. They have to earn their right to train. And like I said earlier, you need to hold them to that, right? You can't just tell them, bring in another athlete this month. And if it doesn't happen, still let them train. That wasn't a part of the deal. Like I mentioned earlier, early into this podcast, sometimes you have to be a bad guy. Sometimes you have to be the asshole and it sucks. Like I said, with those specific athletes where it's like, I really like you. You can't afford to train with me. And I I really want you to train. You deserve to. But if you figure out and make some sort of deal with them, you need to bring an athlete in. You need to help me with this session. And they don't get that done. They need to be held accountable, right? Oh, like you didn't help me out with this session. I, I can't prioritize getting your session in. Like you don't value my time. You need to come in and help me rebound for this session. I need you to pass for this session. If that doesn't happen, you can't train with me. You're... I know it sucks and like, I don't like being the bad guy. I don't like being an asshole, but you need to set that groundwork. You need to set that boundary because again, that level of respect needs to be maintained and that level of accountability needs to be maintained. If they miss a session, they can't, I'm saying like if they miss helping out with the session, they can't rebound, they can't pass. They need to understand like, damn, I missed that. So I like, I can't train that. That one's on me. Right, as much as it sucks, as much as you're the asshole in that situation, that needs to be understood. That boundary needs to be set, and the rest becomes easy. Right now, it's I don't show up, do a session that I need to help you out with. I I can't train. Simple as that. If I don't bring an athlete in this month, I can't train. So they need to work. They need to figure out how to provide you some value because you're busting your ass and providing them value, helping them get better. Right. So. That's pretty much it. That is three ways to potentially leverage free work. And there are ways that we can gain something out of working for free. You shouldn't just work for free just to do it. You should be able to go into a session and be like, all right, I'm doing this for free because potentially I'll get a couple clients out of this later on. Or I'm doing them a solid right now. So later on, they'll be paying customers. There should be something that will set you up in the future because you're doing this for free right like number one i'm doing a clinic for free so i can get this email list those numbers other contact information so i can potentially get more clients into the door in the future second one i this player is not necessarily paying me with money but they're going to bring in more athletes for me so now i potentially have paying customers paying clients athletes coming into the door because this athlete is helping me out by spreading the word and bringing in clients, right? And I'm not saying this to say it's all about the money. No, of course not. The money does matter though, because we all need to survive. We all need to be comfortable. If I'm constantly stressed out about money, paying my bills, eating, having a roof over my head, how am I going to be able to be tapped in and locked in on these sessions? I'm not going to be at hundred percent, right? So I, I need to at least be comfortable, be able to pay my bills and even take the money aside the more athletes i get into my gym into my sessions the better my culture will become the the bigger my community will be right i want to bring in athletes that want to get better i want to build a community i want to build a culture and i want to help these athletes get better i want to be i want to create a phenomenal environment a competitive environment and that means i need to get more people into the door right so doing a clinic for free potentially more clients Having an athlete that can't necessarily pay you with money, bring in more clients, bring in more athletes. It helps everything. It's gonna help you be a little bit more comfortable financially, but it's also gonna help you build your community, build your gym, build your culture, help you get more experience as a coach, and just connect with more people, right? It it, it kills a lot of birds with one stone. Um, but like I said, that is that is it. Though those are three ways that you can leverage working for free. Two of those specifically will ideally and potentially help you out in the future and set you up a little bit better in the future the third one is kind of just leveraging maybe some help in sessions where you know you have a rebounder passer defense whatever and one other thing that I actually wanted to add about that is if you have a younger athlete that is helping you out in a session with maybe an older athlete it actually might be really beneficial for them tell them obviously you're doing this in order for you to train but Take advantage of this time with this older athlete, right? Like, ask them some questions. Maybe pick their brain after the session. Whatever it is, ask me questions. Why did I do this? Why did I do that? What, why does he move this way? Why does he shoot that way? What? Figure out, like, why is he talking to himself like that? Like, pay attention to the details. You can learn a lot just by watching somebody older and higher level than you train, right? So that's also an opportunity for maybe a younger athlete to help you out while also earning their training, right? So there there's a lot of different things that go into number 3, but hopefully these three things help anybody out there who's experiencing working for free and they're in a they're in a situation where it's like I don't really know what to do in order to leverage this free work. Um these are just things that I've done um that I'm thinking about doing and that I'm going to be doing more of. So if you guys have any questions or if you guys have other ways to leverage free work or, you know, something along that line, do not be afraid to reach out to DM me, whatever it is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for talking about it. So hopefully you guys were able to take something out of this and hopefully apply it to whatever your situation is. But with that being said, I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, weekly listeners, first time listeners, whatever. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys tuning in, supporting me, and supporting the people that have been on this show. Without you guys listening, this thing doesn't really happen, in all honesty. Um, The rest of the month, the rest of the season, whatever it is, I'm going to be having some really good guests on, really good topics. And let's just continue to keep this thing rolling. This thing, again, I've said it in the past, I'm trying to make this the best podcast in this industry. Sports performance, basketball, skill development, whatever it is. I want to provide a phenomenal resource for you guys. And selfishly, I really enjoy connecting with the guests that I get on. So thank you guys for helping make this happen. And we will see you next week.